It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Welcome to the Salt to Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Rich. Yo. What up? So, um, the greatest topic of this podcast. You guys were waiting to, to hear it. Mo, yeah, Mo, Mo probably didn't even didn't even pay attention. The Olympia this past weekend. No. How about the yeah, big who upset? Who won? Sean Roden beat Phil. Sean Roden. God, I don't even remember him. Yeah, Phil was going for number eight. Got beat out by Sean Roden. Really? What place did Phil uh, finish in? Second. Wow. Kind of an upset. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Drew, Drew is talking about chemically enhanced men uh, on a stage in, uh, I think, what are, what are those called, Drew? Posing trunks? Posing trunks, but they're not really trunks. They're more like Speedos. Uh, but, yeah. Professional bodybuilding. Somebody yes. on our listening to this podcast will know. Okay. Someone will know. Oh, yeah. For sure. Phil, I mean, Phil Heath is, is a household name at this point. Um, <clears throat> certainly up there with Jake Cutler and, and Ronnie Coleman. And uh, I don't know. It just seemed like bodybuilding, professional bodybuilding was a lot cooler back when maybe 15, 15 years ago, 20 uh, years ago. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, you had some, I feel like. Ronnie Coleman really is what started the trend of the absolute like monsters, you know, and then Jay Cutler and then Phil and Big Ramey and all these guys are just like, yep. <clears throat> I don't know. I believe I mean, he you took, were friends. Uh, he took like sixth. Big Ramey, Ramey. Really, from third last year? Yeah, he dude. He was like three ten and shredded, but just not, not like he should have been. He needs to drop mm-hmm. some weight. He is way too freaky. 310 and shredded. I can't be 210 and shredded. I'm not sure if I could be 110 and shredded. Yeah, he's a he's a freak, freak of shredded. nature for sure. 310 and shredded. We'll have to uh, we'll have to talk to Phil sometime and see if I can get him on. Yeah, that'd be cool because he does smoke cigars, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. There's um, there's a guy on Instagram that uh, that's like really man. He's he's got. Have you ever heard of Julian Smith? I have he not. does all like the workouts and stuff like that. <clears throat> um, really cool. Like uh, he comes out with like these really cool workout workout routines and stuff. Where like if like let's say you don't lift heavy, like I don't lift heavy anymore. I'm just past that time. Yeah. I just same here. You know. Um, so he's got a lot of really cool exercises that kind of like isolation type stuff like that, that, uh, um, that are really good for that. And, uh, he's a cigar smoker and it's kind of funny because anytime he posts him smoking a cigar, he like, kind of like, uh, <laughs> almost like, uh, what's the, uh, word I'm looking for. Um, he- kind of post it with like a, oh, <laughs> with yeah. like a warning, like, <laughs> If smoking's not for you, that's okay. Basically, like, don't judge me for this shit. I'm not saying to go smoke a cigar type stuff. Uh, I mean, is that really what it's come to? Probably. Yeah. In the U.S., for sure. I mean, my God. 
it's amazing, dude. It's like you're vilified if you smoke cigars. I think it's more of a... I, well, no, I get that. But in a further, because we had some stuff like this pop up at work recently. And I think it's just like common sense is like out the window and stupidity has taken over. We have to put these warning labels like on on a piece of product that we sell that's like... Uh, you got to put some other data into it to make it work correctly. And if people don't know this, they would come back and like sue us because it's, they bill off of this anyways. So we had to put these stickers on there to be able to go, Hey, you need to like adjust this for where you're at or it's not going to work correctly (laughs) because people are retards. (laughs) So I think some of that is, uh, just people, they want to, they want an excuse to be able to sue somebody. (laughs) yeah i don't know i think a lot of the smoking stuff comes with like cigarettes have gotten a really bad rap and i think deservedly so right like they're pretty awful for you Mm -hmm. um it's nice to have the option to do such a thing in certain places right but cigars just kind of went with it i think is what what kind of happened that's probably true too yeah cal can't you just let us bitch yeah I, I like I mean, to well, talk about bodybuilding. He's gonna be the like voice of reason. <laughs> yeah, why do you always gotta be like the voice of reason? Let us bitch a little bit. <laughs> Go for it, guys. <laughs> now, now, here's the thing. I'll tell you. Like, I can't imagine when they used to let people smoke on airplanes. Dude, I know. What the? Are you hospitals? Me? Hospitals? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't I imagine mean, what it was like on an airplane. Oh, me neither. Especially, dude, like, like a. Ugh. Yeah. Like long enough ago, they thought smoking was healthy for you, right? Like this would cure all these diseases. Really? Of course, that yeah, would be that amazing was... to fire up a cigar on an airplane. Oh, it'd be pimp. <laughs> well, didn't didn't uh, slide did it in the Expendables? Did <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold likes to use machine guns yeah. when he's smoking a cigar. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, how about that new cutter? Dude, I know. Ain't that shit? real good. Did you read? Did you read what that's going to retail for? I didn't. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. It's the well, same as the Expendables in. cutters. Is that the one you have? That's, the Expendables yeah, cutters. Yeah, that's the one I've got from the first movie. Okay. Oof. This is a new Terminator cutter. If I'm remembering yeah. correctly. Yeah. yeah. I think five hundred cool. bucks for the new Terminator. I mean, it's pretty cool looking. Not five hundred dollars cool, but it's eh, cool. Yeah, it's tough to justify that, but it's all well, hand done. He he hand makes all those. I don't give a shit whose hands it was made by. Five hundred dollars <laughs> for a cigar cutter? It's a it's a showpiece. Oh, hey, wow. for okay, who? So, <laughs> in so, that case, so who's gonna look at it? So this 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 brings us into <laughs> yeah. a topic we were discussing earlier. Yeah. Sure does. So, uh, I don't know how you worded it, but uh, <laughs> sure do, do you <laughs> do you do you judge people on what uh, what cigar tools they're using in the in the shop, or do 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 you know people that do? Yeah, certainly. I, I think that people look at what you're using as cigar accessories, for sure. Cal? They may not. So, huh? I mean. Did we lose Cal? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mo was talking. No, no, go ahead. I wouldn't say nothing. Um, I think 
let's see. Uh, I don't, I don't care what you do. You can rip the cap off with your teeth for all I care. It doesn't matter. You paid for your cigar. You do what you want with it. Um, but I do see it on occasion with just about everything in cigars where you'll have somebody judging you for some stupid shit. So, yeah. so you don't judge both for ways that, too. But, but do you think that, um, hinders the smoking, uh, experience if they rip it off with their teeth? You could screw it up for sure. I mean, you can mess that cigar up, but maybe for that person, that's part of the experience and like what they really love about it. I don't know. I, gotcha. um, I wouldn't do it. Not for me. Um, but I yeah. see it both ways. I think it's interesting. You'll see people that that'll judge because your stuff is cheap. And then yep. you'll see people that'll judge because you're using something high end. And why did you pay that much for it? Yep. That's exactly. True. You can't win. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the, the, uh, the main point here is, uh, fuck what people think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just kind of do what, what works for you. Like, I mean, dude, my favorite cutter is, is this Mombacho cutter that we give, uh, you know, at events and stuff like that. I mean, that's a minimal, that's a minimal cost cutter that it, it it's freaking awesome. I take it over any cutter I've ever used or had. Yeah. Um, for, for me, they're all about the same, but I do like my $500 cutter, and I do like my $1.50 <laughs> come-and-go lighter. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, yeah. Have you, have you gotten any comments on your $500 cutter? I'm really curious here. Uh, yeah, people like it. I mean, they're, they're curious and think it's cool. Yeah, is that, does that that's, make you feel? That's about it. No, I, I, it's for me. It's not for everybody else. There you go. So yeah, that's the other thing. Like, dude, if you want to spend a thousand dollars on a Dupont softlane, spend a thousand dollars on a Dupont softlane. I mean, oh, yeah. no one's saying go take out, you know, a loan against your house. But I mean, if that's something you could afford and you like it, do it. If you mm-hmm. like to light your cigars with a Bic lighter or one of those the Jeeps that my father or Luzioni gives out, by all means, do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if you're in a situation where you can't afford something or you have something nice, don't judge somebody who doesn't. And if you can't afford what somebody else can afford, don't make them feel like a douchebag because that's what they like. Yep. Just just worry about you. I mean, it is. is that, I don't know. You do you. That's yeah. right. For me, I like to use different accessories depending on what I'm up to. Like right now I'm out in the dark smoking on my deck. So I don't have like the greatest, nicest, perfect everything. I got this like freebie lighter that I got with an order that has worked for like eight years, which is amazing. Those are the best and, lighters. Uh, what's that? Those are the best lighters, though. I uh, know the free ones, man. They're <laughs> amazing for some reason. And then I'm using <laughs> that same Mombacho cutter you just talked about. Yep. That thing's awesome, man. It's great. Um, but if I'm if I want to celebrate something or like feel super awesome, I'll bust out my Dupont stuff, right? Just to just for that extra feeling of how it how it seems yeah so i'd agree with that what um what do you are you guys drinking anything tonight with your cigar i'm drinking coffee but not decaf no but let's we can get into that <laughs> after cow uh Uh-oh. i'm not drinking anything so you can dive into that do you uh cow do you ever do you ever um think about going to de- do you like coffee first off I do love coffee. Do you ever yeah, think about going? I, I drink cheap coffee. Decaf, like in the evenings, or do you have that issue? Or I've never thought about it. I don't drink coffee in the evenings just because I can't really sleep if I do. 
but okay. I don't mostly drink coffee because of the taste. I mostly drink coffee for the caffeine. So Ooh. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so, what, Mo, tell me more about decaf though. Well, I don't know. I finally gave it a shot the other night. You know, I wanted to have a cigar and I wanted some coffee and it was about eight thirty or nine. And I said, uh, you know, somebody had suggested it, you know, why don't you try decaf? And I'm like, no, come on. And, uh, I don't know. I ended up giving it a shot and it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was a Starbucks decaf. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I've never, like, I'm not sure how, like, if you got Sanka or something like that, but, um, not to say that that's bad. I just haven't had Sanka in a long time, but. Um, I'm not sure if it depends, like the, I know if you go to Dunkin' Donuts, for example, sometimes their decaf isn't fresh, Mm -hmm. so you got to make sure that it's fresh or it could be really nasty. Yeah. Um, just because I don't think as many people order it. So I guess that, that'd be my thing. If you're going to try decaf with a cigar, then just make sure if like, you're not going to make it at home, just make sure it's fresh wherever you go. Mm -hmm. So I, I love coffee. Like all the time, and mm-hmm. uh, moron. I don't know, but I never thought of going uh, decaf in the evenings until uh, Mo mentioned this uh, last week. So I ordered some decaf. Uh, it actually came in today. I haven't got to brew a pot yet, but dude, it was genius. I had never even thought about that. I don't know if I'd I go that far, but I mean, it's, <laughs> it was. It's, we're not, you know, we're not, uh, we're not curing cancer here. No, uh, pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> we're I cigar surgeons. No, I think I thought it was awesome. So it, uh, it did cost me money, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, how else did you think you were going to get it? No, I mean your your uh, amazing find ended up costing me money. Oh, well. I'll let you know how it goes. Please do. This story would be a lot better if you stole it. It might, <laughs> it might be. <laughs> yeah. I, I ordered it from uh, an online company. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> That's funny. So now, how did, you, how did you go to Starbucks? And not get a pumpkin spice latte. That's what I want to know. How? Yeah, that's easy. Um, <laughs> delicious. Are, wait, are you kidding? No, I love that stuff for real. <laughs> he's, a, he's uber white. Come on. <laughs> you know, I've thought about this for um, for Starbucks. I I really would. They should have like a, a what I would. I mean. We're on a podcast, so I'm going to use uh, appropriate terminology. But let's say, like, they create a high-maintenance lane and then a regular person's lane, right? So, like, if I go to Starbucks, I get a pike roast, black. Yeah. That's it. Sometimes I'll add cream. And, and Robbie – and actually, we're going to have Rob Rasmussen, the Mombacho brand manager, on when he gets back from vacation. But he always gives me crap that I put cream in my coffee sometimes. But let's just say that's what I would normally get, and it takes about two minutes to do. Not even, right? But then you have people that are in front of you that are literally, like, um, customizing <laughs> it as if they're, uh, you know, I don't even know what you would customize this much. Uh, but, uh, 
and that line seems to take a little bit longer. So if they were to just create the high maintenance line that went to one register and the everybody else line, that line will be about 30 to 40 people long. And then the whatever people would just be right in and out. Low maintenance line. Yeah, low maintenance line. How many of their customers do you think are low maintenance? There's probably not many. They go there for the foo food drinks. Yeah. You think so? I've never had a regular coffee from Starbucks. <laughs> no, never. And I love regular coffee. <laughs> so you guys, you guys would be in the, I'd be waving at you guys in the high maintenance you, line while you, I just you sped would. right through. <laughs> if they did that, though, I might just get a coffee. It might like force me to just be like, yeah, just give me a coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have done their cold brew, I guess, but so they just That's dump it out good. of a container. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. If you get that vanilla sweet cream, it's really good. Nah, uh, that might be the one I've had. That's really good with a cigar. I don't go to Starbucks very often. Uh, actually, the last time I was at Starbucks was uh, when I was in Chicago, so. No, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm definitely more of a Dunkin' Donuts guy. I still need to try, I still need to try uh, Wawa when I go out to the East Coast next time. Mm-hmm. We have one Dunkin' Donuts here, and I haven't been by there. It's in Broken Arrow. Mm. Mm. Kind of out of the way. Good old B.A. Good old B.A. <laughs> <laughs> so what... Do you guys judge people based on what they're drinking while they're smoking their cigar at all? Ooh. Let's put those two topics together. Ooh. Cow. Nice shot. Judge on their... No, I... So I, I'm more like curious if it's something like different. I'm like, hmm, is that pretty good with a cigar? Because mm-hmm. I would be the one that would be judged because I do all the things you probably shouldn't do, like Mountain Dew and Sprite and <laughs> <laughs> Moe's protein shake. Well, not his oh, personal yeah. protein shake, but you know, protein <laughs> shake. <laughs> let, let, yeah, let's uh, let's yeah, disclaimer. So I'd be the one getting judged, and they'd be like, "Why are you doing that?" I used to love Red Bull with cigars. Yeah, see, and you got me started but, on that. Yeah, but I. And uh, that was, but okay. So going back to that cow, I could say because, and I've learned a little bit more, especially over the past year and, and change since, since we brought patina out. But, um, uh, I was never really, I, I would not know. I mean, if somebody was drinking uh, a McAllen versus, uh, Glenn Marangi or Marangi, whatever, or a, uh, you know, Jim Beam, I wouldn't know the difference. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. So I was never in a position where I was educated enough to be able to look at somebody and say, ah, that's shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, so, and then coming from somebody who enjoys like Coca-Cola with his cigars sometimes, I don't think I'm in any position to, uh, to judge on that. You're not supposed to do that either. Right. That is a great pairing. Yeah, I agree. Dr. Pepper. How about Dr. Pepper? We've talked about this a million times. Back to it. It's the only way to go for me. That or 24th coffee. flavor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when, when you're, when you're a non drinker, your options are, are definitely uh, a little bit more limited, but uh, not to say there's not a bunch of good stuff that you can't. Uh, I mean, coffee with cigars. Awesome. Yes. So, yep. so to point that though, I, I'm probably a little weird too, because, well, I'm very yeah. weird, but to, because, <laughs> So, <laughs> this will be a long fucking list. <laughs> no, I drink some. I'll, I'll drink some here and there and some wine yeah. and uh, some bourbon here and there. But, dude, I don't, I can't stand to drink 
anything alcohol when smoking a cigar. Ooh. Really? No, it's uh, I I don't like it at all. Really? Really? Why is that? I don't know, but I don't enjoy it. I think Ooh, I'm I think I'm more of a I don't I see it as more of trying to enjoy the cigar than to enjoy the drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want a drink that just goes with it instead of trying to concentrate on the drink. I don't know. Maybe I'm just making shit up. I probably am. No, there's a high probability, but <laughs> it sounds believable. Cow, there's, there's do you been judge studies, people? Though, there's been studies that pairing your cigars with hard liquor is much worse for your health than just smoking cigars. Yeah. Really? Or just drinking the liquor like separate times. Hmm. Huh. I thought that was really interesting. I wonder why that is. I don't know. It hasn't stopped me, but <laughs> I read it. I mean, you're you're determined. Yeah. Well, Kyle, wait a minute. So do you judge people based on what beverage they're consuming when they smoke? No. No, I don't. I don't really care most of the time. But I, I do find it interesting, and I think there's something to learn from it sometimes. Um, if you're like... If somebody's new and wants to talk about it, I think that can be a thing to talk about. But I've heard some weird stuff that is not in my wheelhouse for pairings, and it's fine, right? Like, I've heard a bunch of guys that say that milk is, like, the ideal cigar pairing. Hmm. But I don't know that I'm adventurous enough for that. I'm not, really? I'm not a milk yeah. fan to begin with, so. Yeah. There are milk people, though, that are, like... Ooh, I could go for a glass of milk right now, and I've like never had that craving. <laughs> 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 that never has sounded good. So, My whole state. I wonder. Right now. <laughs> no, hold on. Let, let's think about this for a second, though, because milk kind of coats your mouth, right? Yeah. yeah. There's kind of like this. So that might not be that far. Fa- I wonder if the way milk coats your mouth allows you to taste the cigar better. Maybe so. I bet it it probably makes everything pretty creamy, right? Right. You take a stronger cigar and some milk, and you got you maybe something good. I don't know. Maybe. Do you I'm like? Not sure I'm gonna ever find out. Do you like milk? No. no? Me? I mean, Either one. I do. Well, cow fucking makes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would that be weird if cow drank his own milk? You can drink. You can milk anything with nipples. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I do like milk. I just don't drink it that often anymore. Interesting. Yeah. What oh, else wow. uh what else we got? What did Dave Dave had some stuff, didn't he? Dave mm-hmm. gonna have to look it up though. Yeah, I don't remember what he said. Dave. Uh Dave. You wanna Dave. <laughs> Cal, you wanna go into your uh tobacco in my <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm reading this this book about the history of tobacco which i think is really interesting so far uh one of the things that they talk about uh and i don't know that we have to spend a lot of time discussing this is there <laughs> there used to be these these shamans you know a long time ago that needed this gigantic dose of nicotine right the more nicotine you had the closer you were to the spiritual world was sort of the thought right which is cool um and the closer you were to death, actually, the better it was. So this is gigantic doses of nicotine. Uh, and you can get some nicotine through smoking. You can get it through, uh, you can like brew a tobacco tea and get a lot of nicotine that way. But it wasn't enough for a lot of these guys. So what they would do is, is they would make this tobacco tea really strong, right? Tobacco leaf tea. Uh, and they would use it 
to, to give themselves an enema for this gigantic dose of nicotine. Um, so apparently you can, you can butt chug tobacco tea to get a giant dose of nicotine and almost kill yourself is what I learned. You can, you can butt chug anything. <laughs> <laughs> is that a life motto? Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, the history of, nic- of uh, tobacco is pretty interesting. That was <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Fascinating. That was history of tobacco by Moo Cowrich. <laughs> by Moo Cowrich. All right, so, so I found I found I found, oh, you found stuff. Dave. I was going to cut cow off in the middle, but I let it finish. <laughs> <laughs> cow loves the history. I know um, all about it. All right, so Dave asked. Why do bees like cigar smoke? And I will tell you right now that I just got stung by a freaking bee the other day while smoking a cigar outside. So uh, I don't know why, but they do seem to. I, I would think that the smoke would drive them away, but it does not. I thought, isn't that what like beekeepers use? Is not cigar smoke, but smoke to like make them. It uh, it does something with their senses to where they can't tell mm. where stuff's at or something. You gonna put them to sleep or something, or make them docile? Yeah. But I don't know why they would attack you with the... I don't know why they'd come towards the cigar smoke. I don't know. For all our beekeepers Maybe maybe because I'm sweet like honey. Ooh. Yeah, that's probably not it. But only when you're smoking a cigar? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, All right, what else does he have? Okay. I'm not going to talk about this cigar. But hang on, hang on. We can do it without saying it. So, have you guys ever had a uh, like a high quality cigar, high quality tobacco? Yet, it lacks the the wow factor. It it tasted good, but still missed it. Ooh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. It goes both ways, right? You've had something where you can tell that somebody used kind of not the greatest tobacco and still made something taste, and you can tell when when they've used really good tobacco and still screwed it up. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I didn't, I didn't read his whole, it, it, it made sense, but I thought more of like when you get one of those cigars that is made with really high quality tobacco, but tastes like it doesn't. Oh, that's more what I was thinking when I read his, but no, he meant what he asked. Yeah. He meant, even with that great tobacco, and, they, and, and the cigars still lack like that wow factor. But it all has to do with the the blend and all, man. I mean, you can, you can't yeah. just throw a couple of high quality tobacco leaves together and expect thirty dollars cigar to come out of it. Yeah, I mean, look at it this way, right? You give me and Picasso the same painting materials, <laughs> exact same stuff. He mm-hmm. makes some good stuff. I make some finger painting. Of course, anymore you would probably be a millionaire. So, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, I think we've kind of talked about the next one before about uh, smoking um, a cigar in a pipe. There's been people that finish their cigar in a pipe. Well, I think we've, seen, yeah. we've talked about that before. Yeah, not sure how I, f- I. I'm not sure I felt about it then, and I'm still not sure how I feel about it now. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem with it? I don't know if there's a problem with it. It wasn't so much a question. He just said it looked tedious. Which I agree. Smoking a pipe, it takes work. (laughs) Which which is the last thing I want to do when I'm sitting at home doing nothing. 
trying to enjoy right. a, a cigar. Dude, you got to work for a pipe. And I I can't figure it out. I've I've smoked pipe quite a few times, but I'm constantly relighting. I feel like a newbie smoking a cigar. Yeah. Um and then Dave, this is classic Dave right here this last one. <laughs> does <laughs> does anyone else use water bottles for their cigars after smoking in public? It's kind of his go-to move lately. <laughs> so, um last week we we were talking about the um uh what was the uh, uh not a oh, was it up in smoke or what was the Cigar special on Netflix or Amazon, you guys were talking uh, about? No, the Hiroshi Okay, so I, I got off of the podcast and listened and watched that and then searched through some others that suggested some others. And there was this other one on there about, like, Cuban cigars or something, so I watched it. Well, there's this English guy on there talking about how Americans are not as refined. It's, like, back in the 80s or something, but we're not as refined because we smoke in vehicles and we don't sit down for an hour on the couch and enjoy a fine cigar and mm-hmm. that's what I think of Dave. He's just not as refined as other people smoking out in public with his water bottle. So what yeah. Do you I, your leftover cigar out in public then? I just don't use the water bottle. You just wander around with your cigar butt? <sighs> yeah. I've actually done I've actually done that before what Dave does. Um, but it has to be a smaller Vitola, right? Yeah, to fit in a, or you got to have a big old water bottle. Yeah. Which, I mean, I could say like a Gatorade bottle, you'd be able to fit a bigger ring there you go. cigar. Yeah. But. <laughs> Which, I don't know where he's at that you couldn't just put it like, I mean, it's tobacco leaves. Can you put it out and like set it in the bushes or grass or something? <laughs> 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 where, where, Where is he that he couldn't do that? Just wait for the, the news to come out that there's been a giant fire in Oklahoma. <laughs> we'll know how that's going. No. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Some guy came over to my bushes and I found fire. If you, if you hold your cigar butt long enough, it'll just go out and then you th- chunk it in the bushes. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if you're going to chunk it in the bushes. You might ch- chuck it. <laughs> Dave, I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> Asshole. Your water oh, bottle. <laughs> Andrew, let us know how that goes next time we throw a cigar. <laughs> I, I do it all the time. I don't carry water bottles with me. Maybe Dave is just prepping that the rest of that cigar for his uh, water bottle enema. No, <laughs> he's, he's making some tobacco tea. Yeah, That's what it is. That sounds oh, disgusting, that, by the way. That wouldn't put... Uh, that actually fits Dave. I could see him testing this out. Yeah, I can too. I mean, I wouldn't want to <laughs> see him testing it out, but I could, I could definitely imagine him doing this. I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy that once podcasted naked. <laughs> once? <laughs> what do you mean once? <laughs> Every time he's talked to us, he's naked. <laughs> He'll be listening to this naked later tonight. <clears throat> Dave um, Here's a question for you guys How important Is it to you That when you walk into a shop The staff helps you out in the humidor I hate that Really 
no. So I don't hate it. I hate it when it comes across as they're just coming in there to make sure you're not stealing. If they were actually genuine coming in to help you, I'm okay with. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It really depends how they come across. If they're just Mm -hmm. coming to talk and chat and see what you want, cool, life is good. If they're coming to, like, stand over your shoulder or point you at stuff that isn't any good, then that sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you enjoy it? Mm. I definitely... I would definitely rather sell sell my cigars to people that are active humidor retailers. What I call like uh, like where the, the staff act or the owner or the manager actually goes in with the customer. Hmm. Because like when you're when you're like let's say you're not General or Altadis or Davidoff or you know whatever else you want to say, um, you know to a lot of people. I mean, look at Tatawahe has been around for 15 years. And there are people that have still never heard of Tatawahe, mm-hmm. right? So um, you're always you you would always prefer uh, a retailer that that actively helps their their customers. In my opinion, I mean that's just what I would prefer. But um, I definitely see where you guys are coming from. That it has to be from like an educational standpoint, not like I'm going to walk in there with you to hover over you because I think you might steal something. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to be like, Hey, what can I help you with? What are you looking for? Like a proactive, uh, and because I mean, look, look, man, if I, if I own a shop, I want to go in there in the humidor with people because I want to try to get them to buy as many cigars as possible. A lot of times mm-hmm. what you find is a guy comes in for one cigar, a lady comes in for one cigar, whatever. And based on your recommendations, they walk out with three or four. Yep. Right? So, yep. I mean, that's how I'd run my shop. I, you want to talk about things to judge on, though. Like, that first recommendation, I will judge that employee on that recommendation <laughs> very mm-hmm. heavily. Right? If it's a good recommendation, we got a conversation going. If it's yeah. a bad recommendation, I can tell they don't know what they're talking about, or they're trying to steer me to something that I clearly don't want. Like, right. It's over. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. If I'm like, yeah, I like mild to medium cigars. Oh, cool, man. Try this uh, Double Lajero LFD. Wait, what? Right. You know? <laughs> Dude, I just said that I, you know. The best is um, the best is when somebody comes in like, you know, I like medium cigars. I'm like, all right, well, give me some examples of, of you know, what you like. Oh, like Roma Craft Neanderthal, LFD, <laughs> Double Lajero. You know, I'm like, Dude, those aren't mild. Those aren't medium cigars. <laughs> But my all-time favorite, and I just witnessed this. I was in Wisconsin. Was it last week? Or yeah, the week? Something like that. Week before. Something like me. that. Yeah, week before. I'm in Wisconsin, and I'm in a shop, and uh, the manager. We're we're talking about, you know, I'm pitching them patina, mombacho, and and all that, and takes me into the humidor just to kind of show me what they have. And uh, these two customers walk in, and they're like, "Hey, do you guys have Cubans?" And Anybody who's worked retail cigar shop will understand what I'm about to say. And I knew exactly what was coming next. So he says, no, we're not allowed to sell this. Oh, man, that's a bummer. Okay. Um, do you have, like, acids or sweet Janes? Oh, jeez. <laughs> that was the next one. So the guy, the guy ended up buying two sweet Janes, right? Mm-hmm. So that tells me, and I, and I always wondered why this happened. Because when I was working the shop, people would come and ask for Cuban. We'd say no. And then they'd say, okay, well, where are your, uh, where are your acids? 
So I think that they come in asking that to sound like they know cigars. Mm, yeah. And so then when you say no, then they revert to something they do know that they've heard of. <clears throat> or do you think that the first question is stuff they've heard of too? Cubans? Yeah, every, I yeah. mean, yeah. It's that's, funny because that's the only two they that, that happens okay. all the time. Really? That used to happen all the time. Do you have Cubans? No. Okay, where are your essence at? There's no first question that makes it look like you don't know cigars better than that, though. <laughs> well, right. Because if you knew anything about cigars, you wouldn't be asking if you, could thought, if you have Cubans. Now, if you go to if you go to California, they're going to be like, all right, yeah, what do you want? But I mean, other than that, uh, that's. Uh... Maybe, I don't know, do a lot of uh, acid smokers want to smoke Cubans and they just haven't? No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> or do they smoke a lot of Cubans? Judging by the way you phrased that, they don't think they do. No, I think that they just set it to try to sound like they knew what they were talking about. I don't know. Maybe so. But I'd be curious. A good chunk of the country that will ignore how much they don't like smoking. If you put a Cuban cigar in front of them, though, they'll try it. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, because that's kind of like the pinnacle of. Yeah. For sure. Just to say they tried it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Say they tried the best. Yeah. Well. Well. A lot of the liberals on that. Yeah. Only if it's a Lancero. Yeah, Cohiba. Well, you guys want to do it again next week? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys have it. anything else? or Keep it going, for sure. I think the response last week was pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty decent. We need some questions, people. Yeah. Don't, don't just listen to me talk and ramble on for the entire hour. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we've learned that you can't rely on the big case of the... Uh... <laughs> That that issue's been fixed. This oh, time. actually, here, here's another. Here, so, I don't know how much you guys have smoked since the last time we talked, but I will tell you that one cigar that really impressed me recently was uh, the Tatawahe 15 Year, the Claro, not uh, not the Escuro, but the other one. I think it's a Rosado, Habano uh, Rosado, maybe the light, yeah. the light one. Phenomenal cigar. Really interesting for Tatawahe. It almost tastes a little bit more of my fatherish profile. Hmm. But um it's really good cigar, man. Like really, really good. Do those, so, those running in at like the twenty dollar price. Yeah. Price? Yep. Yeah. No they're 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 definitely more expensive than your typical tats, but um I think it's definitely worth a shot, man. Yeah. I, nice. I think it's you know, um, yeah, now I hope people don't go spend 20 bucks on a cigar and say fuck Mo afterwards, but I, I do believe that it is one of those cigars that uh, is at least worth a shot at that price point. Nice. They might be saying fuck Mo anyway, but... Yeah, yeah probably. That, hopefully. Uh, there's that. Yep. <clears throat> um, but yeah. Anything else? No, send in the topic ideas, guys. Let's see what we got. Send them in. And if you got uh, people you'd like to see as guests, too, that would be helpful. Yeah, we're gonna try and get some guests on here. Yeah, we need to bring we need to bring uh, Brad back. 
for an episode. We should, yeah. Bring him on. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I know um, there have been some guys on the retail side that have expressed interest in coming on. I mean, we've had Vince from B&B before, and Vince from B&B is going to have a nice surprise for you guys soon. Um, Boom. We've had... We've had Vince on uh, before. Uh, we've had Jeff on before. Um, so uh, we're looking at having Tyler from Havana Cigar Lounge in, in Wisconsin come on. Mm-hmm. And then um, I would like to bring Danny Vasquez back on. Yes. Now That's that he's with Romacraft. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. Uh, very, very good dude. And uh, that would be interesting to have him kind of come on and, and talk about, you know, tra- his transition from the voyage to Roma craft and, and kind of how that's gone. Um, we're going to have Rob Rasmussen from, uh, the Mombacho brand manager. Hold me on. He used to be with Sigfed before, uh, before he worked, for, you know, worked for Mombacho. And then, uh, we talked about somebody else who, and then hopefully I'll try to get a, uh, one of the bro like, uh, independent brokers or reps that, that we use, uh, throughout the country to come on and kind of talk about that. I think a lot of people um, don't uh, don't fully understand what those guys do, and they see them in the shops all the time. and And um, and it would be interesting to have them kind of explain how they do things and how they represent multiple brands and how they position them and things like that. I think it'd be pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And if you have any ideas of people you'd like to see on. Mm-hmm. Let us let us know. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We'll do it again next week. You got it. All Have right, a good one. You. Yeah, I guess. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.